Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This week on the Chicago Bears Review. In the first of three straight national TV appearances, the Bears fell flat on Thanksgiving Day against Detroit. But they return home on Thursday night looking to redeem themselves against Romo and the Cowboys. Will the Bears show up for this one, or will they continue to embarrass their fans? All of this and so much more on the Week 14 preview episode of the Chicago Bears Review. You know, I think it's an important question. The one that I just asked at the end of the close there. Will the Bears even show up for this one? Or will they just continue to embarrass their ever-loyal fans? What's going on, everybody? Larry D. back for the Week 14 preview episode of the Chicago Bears Review. And, you know, it's it's Thursday night. It's uh, national TV. Uh, once again, it's uh, the Cowboys it's Soldier Field in the cold, in the elements. You know, almost a year to the day that the Bears did it on Monday Night Football uh, against the Cowboys last year in what was easily their finest performance of the year on offense where they scored virtually on every possession in which they touched the ball uh, last year. So, And the defense only gave up 28 points while our offense mustered 45 uh, in a victory over the Cowboys that kept the Bears slim playoff hopes alive for another week, uh, you know, on Monday Night Football last year. Uh, a fun game to watch, obviously, because every time we touch the ball, we put it in the end zone. Um, the Cowboys are a better football team this year, and we are a worse football team this year. Um, where the Cowboys were historically bad last year, uh, statistically one of the worst, if not the worst, defense in football uh, last year they're not much better than they were a year ago I was just looking at their their stats they're like 20 20th against the pass 22nd uh, against the run so you know hopefully that means that our offense can at least keep us in this thing um, looking at the, the Cowboys uh, schedule and what they've done uh, this year got a few chances here and there they've uh you know, not giving up a lot of points, so that more about being stingy with the or being generous with the yards than they have with the points uh, this year. So, I know one thing that stands out at me while I'm looking at their win loss records is that they're undefeated on the road this year. This is an eight and four football team that is uh, one, two, three for five and oh on the road so that means they're three and four in dallas which is kind of making me wish we were playing this thing in dallas now um <laughs> they're a below 500 football team in their own stadium but uh, they're five and oh uh, on the road which includes beating the seahawks you know they beat the seahawks in seattle 
uh, week number six, I believe it was, and uh, you know did it in rather impressive fashion uh, as well. So we have our work cut out for us. The team that's undefeated on the road going into week fourteen. That's uh, it's going to be a tough road to hoe. That's for sure. And considering how this team started and then finished the game against Detroit, who the hell knows who's going to show up for this thing uh, on Thursday night? So. You know, it's uh, it, it's it's hard to put a a I don't know to look at this through rose-colored glasses or to try to put a pretty face on it with the way the Bears have played this year. It's been depressing, uh, actually. I mean, when aside from maybe the Atlanta game, when have you been able to walk away from a game feeling even remotely satisfied with what happened? Um. You know, because I, I aside from and I think it was actually more about the way that ended was the San Francisco game being satisfied there because we finished so strong against the 49ers with the 21 points in the fourth quarter and and everything. But the first half of that game was embarrassing, um, you know, but that's been the tale of the tape all season. You know, the entire Buffalo game was was a joke. Uh, San Francisco, like I said, was embarrassing in the first half. Uh, you know, and then we showed up as a football team in, in the second, in the second half, and pulled out of pulled a victory out of nowhere. Uh, the, the Jets' week three was not pretty. I mean, fast start, slow finish. Uh, you know, the a team that we should have put away early on was still in it till the very end. Green Bay, that was a a knockdown drag out for the first thirty minutes of the game, and then the last thirty minutes utter disaster same thing with uh carolina we started out well up 21 to 21 to 7 or something like that going into the second quarter and uh you know end up losing that game and just completely melted down in the fourth quarter and then we have the atlanta game where we didn't look bad in the first quarter it was more of a slow start kind of thing and then we pretty much went and dominated from there on out and then uh you know Miami is kind of where it all began for the Bears as far as just just looking out of sorts and you know I don't know Miami then New England and Green Bay we know how all three of those games went we kind of stumbled our way to victories against Tampa Bay and Detroit uh, excuse me Tampa Bay and and Minnesota and then (laughs) we got off to that awesome start last week uh, against Detroit only to you know, blow it in the second quarter and never look back pretty much. And yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to even talk about. And uh, it's, it's cause it's frustrating on, on so many levels. Uh, so many things have gone wrong. One week, the defense shows up the next week. It's the offense and, you know, no one's ever shown up together at the same time, except for, you know, we always go back to that Atlanta game. That was the last time, or the only time, actually, that we had a complete performance from this football team. Top to bottom, special teams, um, you know, bottling up Devin Hester. He was non-existent uh, in, that, in that game. Defense looked awesome, sacking uh, Matt Ryan, getting turnovers. And then the offense, both Jeffrey and Marshall over 100 yards, Cutler throwing it all over the place. And on top of it all, Atlanta had to call a timeout in their own stadium 
because the visitors were being cheered too loudly. I mean, just shoot me now. That was the perfect ending right there. Um, you know, but since then it's been all downhill. Even in the victories, it's been bad. And we go into this this final run, the last four games of the season. Three of them are at home. The next three, actually. Dallas, New Orleans, and then Detroit again before we finish up at Minnesota. And and the season is over at this point. We're three games behind. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. In Detroit, we are four games behind Green Bay with four to play. And Green Bay's got the sweep on us. So even if we manage to get a 9-7 and seven record and Green Bay manages to lose their last four games, they still got a double head-to-head victory over us. So forget it. It's done. Okay, now we're playing for jobs. We're playing for pride at this point. And that's what we need to see on, 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 on Thursday night. It, it's a football team with without with, with basically without leaders because our supposed defensive leader just put on injured reserve uh in Lance Briggs he's done for the year um you know Jared Allen is probably the, the, in the best position to be a leader but you know I don't really see it that way uh Forte Marshall Cutler None of these guys really scream leader to me on the offensive side. It's got to be one of the O-linemen, but none of them really more outspoken uh, kind of guy. And then our head coach, who looks like a librarian or an accountant or my insurance adjuster and not a football coach, uh, or at least he acts like one uh, anyway. Um, it's, yeah, and we'll see if he still has a job after these next four games. This is the most critical four-game stretch of Mark Tressman's football career um, because it very well could be his final his final 28 days in the Bears organization. And, you know, to avoid that, I, I really think that we need to see an uptick. I mean, I, it, I don't think it's, it's going to come down to wins and losses because wins and losses don't really matter anymore. Right now, the Bears are are trying to play themselves into a later first round pick uh, at this point. You know, um, that's what the Bears are, are doing at this point. They're, they're, they're not trying to get into the playoffs because they're done. We're not even going to get out of our own division. Um, 
you know, it, it's it's all about it's all about pride. It's all about jobs. And like I said, it's it's not about wins and losses. It's about performance. I mean, even if we manage to lose, we need to go down swinging. We need to look like we were that we were trying to win the football game. We need to be in it. We need to be active. We need to be aggressive one way uh, or the other. So, you know, I'm just kind of diving into this this thing here. There's no sense in trying to segment it up uh, at this point or or anything. You know, that that's what that's what needs to be done. You know, on on the offensive side of things, the Bears have to achieve some kind of balance. Six runs, eight runs, whatever it was against Detroit. Granted, we were playing the number one defense against the run uh, on Thursday, and they performed that way. When the Bears did try to run the ball, there was nowhere to go. However, that doesn't mean you just lay down and you quit especially with the way the Bears were, were throwing the ball so much, uh, you know, you, you'd figure that because we were throwing nine times out of ten that it would have forced Detroit to kind of sit back on its heels a little bit, that they're not going to load up the box. There's only going to be, you know, maybe they play more dime, more nickel with, um, because they're, you know, trying to put more DBs on the field for the receivers uh, and such. And... You know, the strategy apparently never worked because we only ran the ball eight times and you could, you know, probably count on one hand the amount of times that we ran the ball in the second half, especially when we were down. Even though we weren't down by much, we were only down by one score going into the fourth quarter. So figure it out. But against the Cowboys, we have to try to establish some kind of balance on offense. We have to mix up the pass. We have to mix up the run. And if I'm Mark Tressman, I'm taking away jay's ability to you know i'm I'm gonna be mike martz i guess you know i'm gonna call the best play that i think is you know call the play that i think is best for the situation and don't change it at the line of scrimmage just run the play just run it um or they're gonna have to be instances where that's something that trustman says that that's where he goes in and says you know what no changing the play don't change this play just run it i don't care what they show just run this play Something like that, because uh, apparently, um, you know, Jay's been checking out of the runs because of the fronts that, you know, that we see and, and all that kind of stuff. And there's, like I said, we have to strive for some kind of balance in this football game. Now, Dallas is balanced in the fact that they are 20th and 22nd against the pass and the run, uh, respectively. So those kind of statistics would lead you to believe that moving the ball isn't going to be very difficult. Um, scoring points is apparently what's going to be a little bit harder. The like I said, the uh, the Cowboys are a bit stingier with the points than they are with the yards. Now, when they've won, you know, well, actually, I take that back. They're not that stingy with the points. Uh, you know, twenty-eight week one, ten points week two. 31 points in a victory over the Rams, 17, 17, 23, 21, 20, 28, 31, or excuse me, 17, 28, and then they gave up 33 last week to Philadelphia. So not that stingy with the points, actually. But, you know, their offense is pretty good that they've been mostly 
outscoring their opponents lately. Third third best rushing attack in the NFL, 17th throwing the ball. So, you know, we got to watch out for DeMarco Murray. Uh, the kid's a beast. But, um, you know, on the offensive side, we have to establish balance. Run, pass, and that will set everything up. They'll set up the play action. We can take some shots downfield, you know, that kind of thing. You know, and the Bears never, almost never, try to utilize the middle of the field against uh, on offense. You know, this is a defense, uh, you know, uh, this is a football team. Our defense is constantly eaten alive in the middle of the field. In the middle of the field, the, the whole, hear me say it a million times, repeat with, you know, say it with me. And behind the, the hind lacquer, behind the, uh, if I could just get it out, behind the linebackers, in front of the safeties, wide open space over and over again. That's basically the p- part of the field that we tend to avoid. You very rarely see the Bears anywhere near the middle of the field, at least not on a design play anyway. It's usually, oh, Jay Cutler's rolling, and the receiver that was on the opposite side is in the middle of the field when he catches the pass kind of thing. You very rarely see the Bears doing any like drag routes across the middle. It doesn't happen very often. They're usually trying to stay to the outside. That I don't understand. But it it's... It's frustrating to talk about, you know, you, you think you try to have some ideas and, and everything, and it's not so much that I'm frustrated the Bears don't listen. It's just that nothing that they do works completely. Uh, it's it's always uh, one step forward, two steps back uh, kind of thing, and, and, and not only because of how poorly they're playing, but, you know, they always tend to mess themselves up. Uh, Roberto Garza's holding penalty last week, killing a, a, a big play that would have put the Bears uh, in the red zone, would have at least you know put three points on the board. You know, stole the momentum from that drive and just killed it. How many times has that happened to us this year? We absolutely have to kill the stop the penalties that are killing the drives. These these stupid mental mistakes that we're making over and over again. I mean, that's that's the stuff that's that's killing us. You know, not only are we being extremely unimaginative with the plays that we're running from a supposed offensive guru that our head coach is supposed to be, um, but we're also, you know, the, the times that we do succeed, we're taking those chances, those opportunities away from ourselves with foolish penalties here and there. Um, so that's another thing that has to be stopped is the penalties. You have to knock, you know, you just can't, you can't do it. Um, so mixing it up, some variety, getting more Matt Forte going, uh, on the ground. That's going to be important, uh, with the conditions that are expected on Thursday nights. It's going to be cold, you know, bitter cold. It's December in Chicago on the lakefront. It's going to be cold and it's nighttime, no sun, uh, to, you know, to, to warm it up a bit. No, it's going to be freezing cold outside in the elements in Soldier Field which is awesome. That's, <laughs> that's bear weather, baby. But now we're just going to, we got to go out there and, and uh, you know, we just have to be aggressive. And this is the third thing. And this is the one thing that I, that I wrote down. Um, at this point, with the season in its current state, the gloves should be off for Tressman. 
There should be no fear in, in trying anything. No stone left unturned in the playbook. Nothing he won't do. And when I say he, I mean Tressman. Nothing he won't do in order to get this team a win. You know, faking a punt, going for it on fourth down, uh, you know, just being aggressive. You know, maybe his determination will spark this team into something. You know, it's like, look how badly our coach wants to win. He's, you know, despite the way the defense plays, we're going for it on fourth and nine. You know, that kind of thing. It, th- this is the attitude that the Bears should go because we have nothing left to lose. We're done. Mathematically, we're not out of the playoffs, but we're finished. We know it. It's done. So, you know, you should just be in effort mode. Screw it. Just go out there and do it. Take the chances. Put some people out there that we haven't been playing. See what happens. You know, we can't be afraid anymore. You know, we, we, we can't be playing not to lose. We have to play to win, uh, even though we really have nothing to win for. Uh, other than just winning for the sake of winning, um, you know, it's just that's what that's what the Bears have to do. Uh, that's how they have to approach this, in my opinion. They just have to go out there and attack. You know, if anything, let's be a spoiler. You know, the the next three teams: Dallas, Detroit, New Orleans. Even though New Orleans is five and seven, same as us, they're still in first place. They're tied for first place in their division. You know, we should be out there trying to ruin that, trying to put a bigger gap between the Cowboys and the Eagles, make it impossible for them to make the playoffs after being touted as one of the, the, best, uh, the best teams in the league after beating Seattle and, and all that kind of stuff. Let's ruin New Orleans' season and make it even harder for them to make it into the playoffs and win their division. You know, let's uh, make it harder for Detroit to be a wild card team. Let another one of those NFC West teams sneak in there uh, or something. You know, let's just go out there and try and ruin seasons, make ourselves feel better in the process. There's nothing left for us to do at this point. So, you know, like I said, the glove should be off. There shouldn't be anything that we won't try over the next couple of weeks. And that goes for... That goes the same on the defensive side of the ball. Now, having had a chance to watch the Cowboys play the last couple of weeks, we need to be aggressive on defense. And when I mean aggressive, we, we can't sit there and try to get to Romo with the front four. Because anyone who saw the Giants game, especially their game-winning touchdown drive against the Giants, Romo had back-to-back plays where he was in the pocket, untouched. He wasn't under pressure. He was untouched in the pocket for seven seconds each. Just stood back there, you know, just kind of bouncing around, you know, giving his receivers time as O-lineman blocking all day long. Six seconds on one play, over seven seconds on the next one. That was a touchdown play. We can't just rush the front four at Romo we have to bring the house and I don't mean sending one of the linebackers I mean let's go buddy Ryan on their ass send eight guys who cares at this point I mean honestly it I won't it's like of course it will suck if the Bears lose it will suck if they give up big plays but I want them to go down in flames I mean I want them to go down swinging I want 
them to have some freaking pride. I want to see them try to win a football game instead of just kind of falling into it like we have with pretty much every victory we've gotten this year. You know, I want to see somebody wide open because we 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 tried to blitz and didn't get there in time. You know, I want to see four guys make it to Romo just before he gets it off. You know what I mean? If if he gets it off, I want Romo to pay for it with his life. I want the Bears to play like my Chicago Bears. They need to go after him. They need to be ultra aggressive. Load up the box. Get after Romo when he passes. Bring the entire play. I mean, throw the bench at Romo. I don't care. I want to see something from this team. And trying to bring the front four with our front four, even though they're better than they were a year ago at this time, better results, better pass rushers, we won't be able to get to him with just four. I would be floored if that was possible. We just have to, we, we, that's what we got to do on defense. We need to be super aggressive because if we're not, Romo will just sit back there behind that offensive line, look for receivers. When you've got nine seconds to throw the ball, somebody's going to get open. You know, it's not really even the, the, the defensive back's fault at that point. You know, there's only so long you're supposed to cover the guy before you're expecting your defensive line to get after him. You know what I mean? So, you know, if I don't care if we lose I'm, I'm, it's that it's at the point like i said the season's over there's really nothing for us to play for as far as january of 2015 is concerned i want to see us trying i want to see us playing hard i want to be able to walk away from a game that we lost and be like man we yeah we lost that one but it's man, it was a great game wasn't it i would like to be able to say that rather than like you know what i don't even know if i want to do a show this week i i, I don't know if i can stomach going on the radio with Doug Wagner, uh, you know, in the mornings and and talking about this debacle. You know, it's like it's a good thing it's on the radio because I got about 40 F-bombs that I want to use to describe what happened on Sunday. You know, I want to be able to like, you know what, Doug? Yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't a victory. Man, they played like they wanted it. They played like they wanted to win. It came down to the wire. We just wasn't our night, that kind of thing. I would like to be able to say that if we lose. Now, obviously, I would love it even more if we did win. And, and I would like for us to win a football game and say something like, man, they looked great last night, didn't they? Boy, they looked like they were ready to play, just chomping at the bit, ready to get after it. Romo and the Cowboys never stood a chance, man. It was awesome. You know, uh, it was a hard-fought battle. 60 minutes, the Bears came out on top. It was awesome. You know, not like, you know, like when we beat Tampa Bay, Doug was uh, like, boy, it was great. We got a victory. And I said, speak for yourself, Doug. <laughs> I, Yeah, we won, but I am not feeling good at all about how that went. Not even, not even close to being happy about it. And that's the way we've been walking away from our victories this year. You know, you're walking away from it like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we won, and that's great, but <laughs> could we have made it any harder on ourselves than we possibly could have? You know, could we have left, let this team that we beat soundly throughout the football game hang in there any more than we did? And, you know, to just be dis disappointed after a win. How screwed up is that? So, you know, that's just where I'm at right now. 
You know, on offense, like I said, throw the playbook at the Cowboys. Leave no stone unturned. There shouldn't be anything that we're afraid to do. You know, do a reverse, you know, do that reverse to Jeffrey. Only have him pull up and launch the damn ball 40 yards downfield to a wide open Brandon Marshall or Martellus Bennett or whatever. You know, switch it up because every time they see Jeffrey with that ball, they think he's going to run. So have him pull up, throw the damn ball down the field, see what happens. You know, fake the punt, fake the field goal, onside kick in the second quarter. I don't care. Do something that shows me you want to win this game. Show me. Show me. Because I haven't seen it at all this year. You know, I just I just haven't seen it. And I want to see it. Even if we lose, I want to say we gave the effort. You know, because we haven't been able to say that. It's like, well, we know they laid down against Green Bay. That was obvious. 42 to nothing at halftime. They went to sleep after the first quarter. You know, we were out of it in New England pretty much from the from the beginning. Miami smacked us around. It was ridiculous. We fought a little, you know, tooth and nail and everything with the with the Buccaneers and the Vikings, these these are teams that are terrible. And then Detroit, we have that fast start, and then we laid down in the second quarter, giving up, giving up one touchdown after another. Team that hadn't scored in 25 possessions scores three back-to-back possessions. Ball game. Bears done. National TV, the whole world's watching. Good job, guys. I just want to see something. I want to see fire. I've been saying this for weeks now, which is why this is the part that's frustrating. I'm saying the same things I've been saying for weeks and and i'm saying it because i haven't seen it yet i have not seen it i saw it for part of the first quarter on thursday afternoon thanksgiving i saw part of it like i didn't see this football team sustain that for 60 minutes it just wasn't there and we lost as we should have so like i said i want to see the bears go if the bears are going to go down i'd rather see the bears go down in flames i mean i want it to be huge huge okay but i want it to be you know they're taking the chances and you know they're not working out but i want to see the effort i want to see the chance if we're going to go down i want to see us go down like that i don't want to see us laying down like we have been if the cowboys come up with a 14 point lead in the first half and then we just lay down and let the clock tick away until the game is over i don't want to see that again i don't want to see it anymore i'm so sick of it you know, I'm tired of sitting here, you know, the thing that I wait that I wait for, the highlight of my week, waiting, begging for it to be over with. You know, this <laughs> punishing myself by watching all 60 minutes because I do this show. You know what I mean? That's I, I feel like I'm punishing myself by having to sit through all 60 minutes. And it's ridiculous. I want better from this team. You know, I want better. And I'm not even at that point where it it matters if it's wins or losses, you know. I just want to see a team that wants to win. I don't, you know, like the the games against Minnesota and Tampa Bay, we just kind of happened to win. Winning was kind of a result of, of what happened, you know. And in other games, it was like, oh, shucks. If we didn't win, on to the next week kind of thing. I'm just seeing a team that doesn't really care right now and i'm tired of it i want to see a team that really cares i want to see a team that's that's chomping at the bit to get out there and get after romo i want to see an offensive line that's going to try to blow through 
the defensive front seven, the Cowboys, and let Forte get his you know thousand yard season. Uh, you know, get the ball to him out of the backfield. See if we can't get him a thousand yards and through the air as well. That's what I want. I want to see the Bears go. If the Bears have to go down, I want to see him go down swinging. I want him to give the ultimate effort if they have to lose. I want to see a team that wants to win. So that's it. That's that's what I want. And hopefully on Thursday night, that's what we'll get. So when we return on Saturday for this review episode, we will have something to talk about. Positive. Something positive to talk about. Even if we lose, which I kind of suspect we will, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I like our chances against the Cowboys, but do you trust this football team? Because I don't. You know, I, I, and, I'm, and, I, and, I, and I even hesitate to say something in regards to I know what we're capable of because what are we capable of at this point? I mean, can you, can you even, you know, are we still leaning on 2013? It's like, well, we know what this team could do a year ago in completely different circumstances. You know, we know what we know who we have. We know what we have, but we just have to go out there and do it. And I would love to see us do it against the Cowboys again. Just kind of remind of how it all went down last year on Monday Night Football. I'd like to see a repeat performance. I just don't think it's going to happen. So I hope to God that I'm wrong. I know I love to eat crow, especially when it comes to the Bears. You know, I'm not giving up on them. I want them to win. I'll be cheering for them like I did pick them. But, you know, if you're asking me, gun to my head, who wins this game on Thursday, I got to go with the Cowboys. So I hate to do it because I am a Bears fan, but I'm also a realist, and I really don't see the Bears winning on Thursday. So I won't be surprised if they do. I'll say that. It won't be a surprise to me if the Bears beat the Cowboys I just don't think they're going to do it. That's all. So I want it to happen. I'll root for it to happen. But when it comes down to making the pick, I got to go with the Cowboys. So sorry, guys. Anyway, sorry to end it on such a sour note, but uh, that's going to do it for the Week 14 preview episode of the Chicago Bears Review. Like I said, we'll be back on Saturday with the review of the Bears against the Cowboys, and hopefully we'll have good things to uh, – good things to say about the game in a winning or losing effort for our beloved so come back and check me out over the weekend on saturday and until then my name is larry d and this has been the chicago bears review